bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Fresh, candid, and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the Common Council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, it's 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 traumatic when you can't find a mouse. <laughs> I'm like, and then I realize, you ready? I have three. So when you're using the wrong one and then you're trying to wonder why things don't work, um, <clears throat> I think they call that user error. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got a fight coming up after my open, so I'm just letting you know now. Um, Hopefully, Kyle won't be here, so he won't be able to break the glass and get upset because when I say something, he's going to, you know, lose it because we just argued about it for what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? So, you know, I completely and totally disagree. I'm okay being wrong. And I'm okay, but at some point, <clears throat> you should respect your elders. Yes, I'm using age as my only defense to be right, because <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> so, so I, uh, again, I, I had a lot of conversations today, and so because for me it was a short week, it was kind of weird. Well, it was a short week for everybody, but it was it was it's it's been kind of weird because I've got all this backed up conversations I had since last Friday and I didn't have anybody to talk to. And then Tuesday and Wednesday came and I didn't have anybody to talk to. And so now I'm here and I'm talking to you. I'm tired of social media. I'm going to just say that now. I'm tired of social media. I'm tired of 
going on social media and people complaining about what other people say on social media or what other people think. For me, the idiocy behind that, not that the person is an idiot, is that all you have to do is turn it off. All you have to do is get off. Stop giving them your free information. Stop giving vandals your age and your date of birth and your address and your, your, your IP address and all that. Stop it. And if you get it, stop complaining. But as I look at social media and as I go through, and I and I I get it. I am asking people to respect perspective. That people are different and it's okay. If you don't like what somebody says, if you don't like what somebody does, if you don't like how a person thinks, nobody cares. It's theirs. Let them have that. Whether you think they're right or wrong, whether you agree with them politically, religiously, it's fine. But conversations we have with people, people seem to think that they know you better than you. They know before you better than you. And they don't. Or, or believe changing someone's mindset or thinking. For what? Instead of saying, why do you believe that? Why do you think that? Why do you live like that? Why do you talk like that, right? Instead of getting to know the best of one another, we try to make the other person into us. I don't do that. I don't say that. So then you shouldn't. And that's just not true. People should be who they are. And that's it. And sometimes we suffer through other people, even though somebody on a TV show or radio show said, don't suffer fools. But anyway, <clears throat> but what about when you're the fool? Oh, okay. Don't suffer yourself. I don't know. But what it comes down to is all the things that we see on social media. We need to recognize and understand that it's just opinion. But I've had enough of it. I figured social media would turn into the cesspool that it is now because we agree so so much and we disagree so much. And so now when people see things on social media that they don't like, they want to call a boycott. Oh, I disagree. You should stop. Is today now the time that we need separate social media platforms? Let Native Americans get theirs. Let people of Spanish descent, Hispanic, get theirs. White, black. Why not? It seems that when we do, everybody else wants to make money off of us. We've got enough black people to start our own social media channel and be done. I say, why not? I was so anti-segregation when I grew up, right? I was so far to the left 
that I thought some things were sacrilegious, right? You shouldn't touch that. That makes us everybody. We're all, and we've come full circle to the same group of people that don't want you to say or do anything that they have decided is right. So I say, let's just get our own. Is there a need for our own separate social media? I think so. We separate everything else. We're hypocritical when we say, oh, my God, Milwaukee is the most segregated city in America. And then we visit and everybody moves to their neighborhood. Segregated is church on Sunday morning. That's segregated. Segregated is when you wake up and you decide to go to your church because it's all black or all white or all Hispanic or all Asian. And that's that. So if you really want to look at segregation, look at religion. But for some reason, we have this issue with segregation. Well, I think it's time. Social media, let's go. Let's not just have black Twitter on Twitter. Let's have our own black Twitter. But I guess we can't call it Twitter, right? Let's have our own black Facebook. If people don't like looking at us, Leave. If people don't like having us around, move. That's what I say. Because that way, we'll be able to get along with each other. I think a little bit better. But this halfway stuff, and then we back up. Oh, we love everybody. Okay, stop it. You can't scream Black Lives Matter and then turn around and say you love everybody. If Black Lives gonna matter, let it matter 100%. How do you translate that? If we're going to be segregated, I say let's go all the way. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line, Sir John said, Dr. Ken, I'm with you. 100% on your opening truth take. Um, definitely a reality Make the makes the vast majority of sense possible, literally. Yeah. We keep complaining about making changes. We keep complaining about how we're not treated fairly, but we won't invest in ourselves in order to get something better. I I just find that odd. People in charge are telling you what they're telling you, and we're not listening because we think They mean something else. I don't trust people to be able to make the right decision 
that means the decision I would make in 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 terms of whether or not we're going to vote to tax ourselves. If you explain it the way that it's supposed to be explained and the people say no, they're actually telling you no. Why is that? Oh, because it's not what you want. Why aren't we seeing on TV? Why isn't the mayor holding a news conference on a Saturday morning asking the media to cover it and tell every single person on radio and TV, this is what the city is. This is what is happening. This is what we need. Why not? Are you taking advantage because the people in the legislature are Republicans? And then if it fails, then you get to blame them and use a, use a party excuse? Or are you going to be a leader and step up and say, this is what we need. And I need every single person in Milwaukee who lives in the city of Milwaukee to step up and say or do this. Period. Go to the person who runs your automatic district, man or woman, tell them what you want. Yes, we need you to vote to raise the taxes. No, we do not want you to vote to raise the taxes, period. But that's not the case. They don't trust us. And I don't trust now the common council to do what the people actually want. That means you're going to have to find an alternative way to do things. Or you can start looking at some segregated neighborhoods and some segregated cities and some and build your own. Like when was the last time a city was incorporated in the in the in the state of Wisconsin? When when was the last time a, a new city started in the state of Wisconsin? Right? When? So maybe we need to look at that. Maybe when people complain, we need to look at that. We need to say, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm starting my own. I mean, when you think about where Thingsville is, I don't know if Mequon built around Thingsville or Thingsville popped up inside Mequon. I don't know how that happened, but it's there. It's like a square mile. They got their own everything. Now, the taxes there are significantly higher. But that's what they chose. It was like, hey, we out. We're starting our own. We're incorporating and creating our own thing. And we out. The last city that was established in, in, in Wisconsin was 1836. What about town or village? Rhea's looking it up. What about town or village? Right? Would it, would it make sense to just start our own town or village? I don't know. I see other places and other things that we do that we're very clear about what we do. Now, is it black and bougie? Yes, it is. But they, it's, it's very clear, very significant delineation. Okay. The last city, I think, is 2020 with 
And what was the name of the city? It says Waukesha, but this doesn't seem right. Nah. Or sorry, the village of Waukesha. Okay. And then the village of Greenville was 2021. Greenville? Wow. So two villages, 2020 and 2021, the village of Waukesha. Oh, wow. So now there's a city, a town, and a village of Waukesha. Wow. And you said Greenville in 2021. Now they probably like give their municipal services to the, like the city or the county, something like that, you know, because, because, you know, they, they can't afford They're They're probably too small to have their own police force and fire, but eventually they will. But, but, but let's, yeah. LT said, even if we had social media segregated by race, somebody black is going to say they like Tim Scott, but why can't they? Like, what's what's wrong with you, LT, that that somebody can't speak their mind? Like, how dare you even even bring that up? But I get your point. I'm just I'm just poking. Um, Even the church isn't of like minds here. We don't agree on education. We don't agree on teen pregnancy. Who said we don't agree on teen pregnancy? Have you ever met anybody that said teen pregnancy was a good thing? Anybody except the teen that had the baby? The key is to not care what other people think. Um, I care what the reckless driver thinks because thinking is causing him or her to recklessly drive. I kind of care about that. But I get your point. Why isn't there any room for diversity in the black race then? Like, let's take social media a step further. You said somebody is going to say they like Tim Scott. What if they do? Like, who made you black to tell other people black what they like and don't like and who they should vote and don't vote for? When, when did it become negative to be pro-family, to be pro-education, and pro-business? When I was growing up, they used to say, you acting like you white, as if white people are the only people that do that. It wasn't until I was adult and away and read a book in 1997 while I was living in Milwaukee that I learned who Dempsey Travis was in Milwaukee. Until I learned how a friend of mine who I went to elementary and high school with, their mother was his secretary. In Chicago, Dempsey Travis was a real estate entrepreneur, civil rights activist, became a prominent historian. The problem was every day when I walked to the corner store or my mother sent me to Gables on 75th Street to go buy something with food stamps, I walked past and waved to my friend's mother, who was a secretary, making $1.20 an hour at a place called Travis Realty. Never knew the sheer wealth and prominence of this guy that would stand outside and wave to me and say, hey, little Kenny, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. My mother said hello because my mother knew his secretary. Only to find out later he was one of the richest, most powerful real estate moguls in Chicago. We have them. 
But just like Dempsey, and I don't know if he was, but the majority of the people that were in Chicago at the time, then and now, that had significant money, they were all Republicans. And I never knew that until I started doing some historical digging. And so I started to look at now today, when, when did we shift, which I know, 1968, but also when did we stop accepting some of those things that made our families great? The trauma, the fights, the, 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 the I mean, well, I was, I was about to steal. When we come back, I'm, I'm going to steal. I'm going to see if I can find a speech that I heard that kind of sums up how I believe we should actually move forward as a black race. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Remember, we are live on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Twitch. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't do Twitch, but anyway. <laughs> I guess I got to do Twitch now, right? And um, make sure you check us out at 101.7 The Truth right here. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So now I got to go through this. So now I got to go through this um, speech so I can find exactly the point that I was looking for. So maybe in the next break, I'll uh, go in and do that. Interesting. I want to find the exact point of this speech because it was so powerful that um, I think, I think people should hear it so that they can understand that even though we have all these things going on, um, we'll make it. I think people have given up. I think people have decided that life has passed them up, have passed them by, and it hasn't. Like if you're alive and breathing, but sometimes we need to take matters into our own hands and create our own way of life the same way we did after slavery. The same way we did after all the boycotts in the 50s, after all the the lynchings, 
you know, like I was saying earlier, as I get older, I, I, I start to like, I don't necessarily want to be around everybody. You know, I, I heard a, heard a thing that says as men get older, which is something, which is the most dangerous thing a man, I believe a man can do is be by himself. Want to sit at home by themselves. Want to be alone by themselves. Want to get a man. I think I think the worst thing that has ever been invented for men is a man cave. Because now instead of inviting people to your man cave, you simply disappear to your man cave. And that's scary to me. That's scary because once you disappear inside yourself, there's nowhere for you to go. Well, I got some talking texts. I got Sandra on the phone. I got all kind of stuff going on. Um, LT uh, went on to say, we're the only ethnic group that doesn't have a festival in Milwaukee. There's no way we would agree on how to develop a city or town or village. Well, it kind of did in Atlanta and in a few of those suburbs. But anyway, um, is it important to have our own festival in Milwaukee? I think that's the question we have to have. There are more weightier matters in Milwaukee than bothering to have a festival. That's just me. But I don't know if I'm going to get upset or high and mighty because I don't have a festival. There are there are there are too many other things in the world that are important than a festival. Mr. Lee said, start our own table. Starting our own, then we can invite who we want to our own table. That's true. But I think individuals have to start their own tables. I, it, we, we, my thing is, whoever I invite to my table, if I, the, it's the people I want at my table. I, don't, I mean, I want you at my table. Don't be offended. Don't be upset. That's just how life is. 414-400 said, Dr. Kim, pack this Fargan every day. I have to spend some money and I get more challenges from my own people than anyone else. However, I stay persistent in keeping my money black. I get that. But are you being a good steward over your money if you're throwing it away, if you're throwing good to bad? If I'm treated a certain way, I am not spending money in your you get a couple chances. I give you the same chance when you black. Okay, that's not true. I usually give you more. But I'm giving you the same chances when you're black than I do when you're white. I think I said that wrong, but you know what I'm saying. You you only get so many steps and then I'm done. But then I'm going to pick up the phone and say, this is why. I had an issue at a place. I picked up the phone. I called. The manager called me back. And I said, hey, this is why. I get you're in a bad mood. Just say you're in a bad mood. 
I'm really having a rough day and it's tough, but blah, blah, blah. I get that. I can work with that. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sitting with two older baby boomers who were teenagers in Mississippi during Jim Crow segregation. Doc, they said you must have been a little kid during Jim Crow. I wasn't a little kid. Well, when you say older baby boomers, how old are they? That's what I need to know. But even if I was, I don't know what that has to do. I can only I can only I can only discuss my experience. They can discuss their experience, which clearly is vastly different growing up in Mississippi cuz I didn't grow up in Mississippi. I grew up in Chicago. Families from Alabama. Families from Mississippi, but I digress. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you got 5 minutes. Okay, you got five, five seconds. Okay. No, you ain't got five minutes. Oh, you I'm... got you got five seconds. Okay, go ahead. How are you, dear? That's right. I wasn't gonna say <laughs> nothing long, huh? You know I'm just giving you trouble. Yes. Okay. That's okay. I don't care. I know. <laughs> you see, I don't get mad. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, what was that you were saying? I don't blow. Have you been reading have you been my reading head. my book I sent you? I'm getting ready to Thomas Soul. Okay. And I'm go I'm gonna make uh maybe we could do a little family thing. I, I was just gonna mention that Atlanta deal too. Yes, ma'am. That uh they bought all that the acres of, of land and then they said they got all those families that's building it up there. Uh-huh. Now, now, now how could you get something started like that? I mean, you have to get everybody to kinda of agree. It's an idea. I don't know if, if it's that city. I know I know back in the day a couple things happened. A couple things mm-hmm. have happened where I've been privy to people wanting to build black communities gated in Milwaukee and subsequently mm-hmm. the deal either fell through or you know the money got funny same thing mm-hmm. with a school I want to build a school and it's going to be like this and it's going to be like that and then people gave their money and then the guy absconded with the money yeah and 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 yeah. when all things aren't right right trust your gut mm-hmm. we said no and this guy ended up getting arrested down south for stealing the money mm-hmm. from starting a school in yeah. Milwaukee. And so we've been burned so many times that. Hmm. You have to have the right setup. No, you have to get a lawyer and, and all the paperwork yep. done and yep. the right way. Cause that guy, he took the money from the church and he went down yep. to Arizona and yep. bought him some uh, expensive cars and built mm-hmm. a home. Yeah. So no, that's really what I wanted to say. I didn't want to keep you too long. All right, dear. Okay. then. All right. Bye-bye. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What's going on, Melody? Hey, how are you doing, Doctor? Uh, I agree with you, and I think that uh, I like to give the analogy of the Native Americans. They were given land reservations. They're giving the rights for gambling. Wow, that's such a great contribution to society. Um, I don't think that. Black people, if given the same opportunity, compensatory uh, land or anything else, would create a nation that we see in Native Americans now. I mean, the reservations are havocs for drugs, murders, alcoholism. People at 18 are getting $25,000, $30,000. You know, and I guess they're laughing all the way to the bank as they bring our society down as far as I'm concerned. Hey, I like entertainment just like the other person. But everybody knows what gambling has done to families and individuals. 
it's the bug just like any other addiction. And as far as I'm concerned, desegregation is what they did to Milwaukee. They gouged neighborhoods. And I know they they, they like to say integration. Not with desegregation. And then affirmative action. It's not it's not getting anything. So as far as I'm concerned, even a even a uh, a portion of what Native Americans have gotten, and quite frankly, I'm not proud, and I, I I really don't have any respect for what they've done with the monies they've had. And I have confidence because we can look at Oklahoma, we can look at Milwaukee, that if blacks were given that type of uh, boost bump, that I think that uh, they'd create a, a much better America, even if it was all by themselves. I would just like to have pecking order as far as getting there and living because <laughs> I am white. All right. So, oh, wow. Uh, other than that. Well, uh, so, at, um, well, at least you admit uh, it. At least you admit it. Yeah, I, I admit it. I'm, I, I, you know, and you, you are an officer. <laughs> and I, you are an officer, sir. Yes, and you know what yes, happens. Yes, Someone catches a case here in Milwaukee on the streets. They hit the reservation. They got their own government, their own law. Yeah. So it's a haven for criminals too. So I'm not stupid. I had, hey, go get that guy. He took my stereo. Oh, he's on the reservation. Good. He better stay there. So I, I'm not impressed at all. And I believe, like I said, anyway. So uh, that's my take on the subject matter. You have a great day, and thank you, Doctor. Okay. Bye bye. I don't know if I would like generally say that all Native Americans when they commit a crime run to the reservation. But okay, eight three three. I don't. I don't know if I would. But that's her, her prerogative. I get it. Maybe eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Al, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I think the main thing is is we could have gated communities, but some of us or some of our people don't want to do right, and that's what's holding us up. But what do you like mean? The African world. What, what, what do you mean? Well, you know, uh, with this, you know, it's this mentality out here in our community, and I'm just talking about black folks because I'm black. Okay. It's this, it's, it's this mentality out here. If I do right by you, somebody is getting over, or it has to be about my personal convenience. But you understand that's how you know, people think. Old, you, you, you do under. I've literally no, talked not. to people that said I when one person wins, somebody else loses. That's bizarre. I agree with you. I don't, yeah, yeah, but you know, if that's what holds us up, yeah, just like with African World Festival, why do people don't? Why we don't have it? Because some people don't raise their kids. Nobody for to deal with your first and your last name and your DNA. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know, yeah. don't nobody want, don't nobody want nobody to talk to some. They made it under two seconds, but they can tear everything up and they say, I ain't got no money. So that's why we can't move yep. forward. Very and true. And then with the black businesses, I love patronizing black businesses, mm-hmm. but I'm not about to deal with your attitude. I'm not about to deal with your uncle or your wife who feel like she she is her way or the highway. That's why a lot of them don't last. Yeah. So that's that, that's the best that's that's our that's our pledge to our community. And when they dress that, we can conquer. But but in and but the real reason is. They have no value because you know that favorite saying they say, well, if I got to pay you, I go get the white man. So I always tell them, go get him. And when he charges you three, four, five times more, don't come running back. Keep going to him. All right. Thank you. I got to say, Al's not wrong. 
More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So we found a clip of the Morehouse um, 1993 speech by Reverend Michael Anthony Waldron. And so rather than try to talk about it, um, we're just going to roll part of it. But we're still here. And you represent a fact that no matter what hell throws your way, you still come out standing. You still come out swinging. That no matter what you see with your trauma, you're still stronger than you could ever imagine, wiser than you could ever know. In spite of all you've been through, you still here, still standing still here and still standing you traumatized men on a traumatized campus with traumatized faculty and traumatized leaders in a traumatizing time but you made it to this day and so when we talk about all the stuff we've been through and all the things other people have been through and we're still here. I think we forget that if we would just look around, we would know that we made it. We're so busy looking at all of the maladies that affect black communities, all the negative stuff that affect black communities. And I think one of the reasons we do that is we compare ourselves to white people as if they're the barometer, they're the, 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 the linchpin, they're the, I got to compare myself to them. We, you know, I like that Madam C.J. Walker was the first black millionaire, but the fact that she made black women destroy their hair to look like white women disturbs me. Does it sound racist? Yep. Everybody else gets away with it. Why can't we? Why do we always take the time to always be in the middle, love everybody? Because we hope we're going to be loved, but then we still not loved. And then we turning the other cheek is one thing. But if you punch me, I'm going to punch you back. I'll turn the other cheek, but I'm not going to turn it so you can punch me. 
Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, my fault. But yet we continue to go down this road thinking politics is going to save us. The federal government's going to save us. And it never happened. So then you put a black mayor in, put a black older person, man, woman in. You put all this stuff in and nothing happens. You still don't win. How long have we been hearing? Well, I don't have any money. We, we, we don't. We don't have any money. How long have we been hearing that? But now the city doesn't have any money. You build all, you spilled up. Start taxing all the businesses downtown. Have them start paying the real property tax that they should be paying. Some do, some don't. The $23 million that you just gave Northwestern Mutual to rebuild their campus downtown for five years, take that money back. That's like $4 million right there each year. You, you would have. I'm just saying. But we don't do that. It's important to have good things in the city. You're absolutely right. And Northwestern Mutual is one of the most powerful and one of the greatest city partners we have today. They've been here the whole time, and we should be grateful for them. But there are other ways around the city that we can make change. Why isn't any of that trickling out to the neighborhoods? I said it before. Why aren't we telling if you want this, then you need to spend that other half a million dollars you spend in. You need to divide it up and put that all around or however much you spend in downtown and divide it up and put those businesses in neighborhoods where people can walk to work. Instead of downtown. You remember when AT&T used to have places around the city where, you know, switching stations and all sorts of places where you actually could go work in your neighborhood? Like, why don't we have that anymore? Or, or even do we? We Energies does it. So it can be done. But then we got to contend with crime. Then we have to contend with people breaking in. And then we have to contend with not punishing people because then people say the police are an occupying force. Then we got to contend with old people getting killed. Middle-aged people getting killed. Young people getting killed now teenagers and babies. And we wonder why people are moving out of Milwaukee. You wonder why the number of people that live in Milwaukee is actually going down instead of up. But I still say there's hope. But in the five o'clock hour, we'll talk about that. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you have any ideas on how we're going to come bounce back, I do. What about you? I have some very specific things we can do in the city in order to bounce back. Will people listen? I don't know. I want to be positive, but I'm waiting on somebody to prove me wrong when I'm negative. That's all. I'm just waiting for somebody to go, nope, you're wrong, and here's why. And then they show me and they do it. Then I'll believe it. Till then, I don't know. We're just treading water until 2025 till the bottom falls out. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, top five at five, all that stuff coming up in a few. So make sure you stick around. I'm Dr. Ken Harris.